0: Welcome to A Fruitful Life, a podcast featuring the teaching ministry of Rick Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. And now, A Fruitful Life. Hello, and welcome to A Fruitful Life with Rick Clendenin. Today, Brother Rick brings us a message entitled, Bless and Curse Not. Scripture says there is power of life and death in the tongue. In this message, Brother Rick helps us understand the levels of authority we have in God's Word to bless others. He also teaches us the importance of our words and how they can influence others to find Christ. This message was taught at the Church on the Rock in Berea, Kentucky. On this broadcast, Brother Rick begins by reading his text found in James chapter 3, verses 6-10 and Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. He begins the message by bringing us an important principle on the spoken word. Then he teaches us the first three of seven levels of authority in God's word. And now, here's Brother Rick.
1: Can I tell you something? I'm going to try to really watch the time and not go too late. But I honestly believe this. I believe the message I'm sharing with you tonight. Is one of the most important messages you will ever hear in your life not only that I believe that it will impact generations like few other messages will so tonight I'm not going to get all cranked up and foaming at the mouth in fact I feel kind of teachy fat do y'all feel learning fat I hope you feel learning fat, because I feel teachy fat. But what I want to teach you in the next few minutes will change your life, and it will change the destiny of many lives. So this is an important word. James chapter 3 and verse 6. I'm going to read it off of this because the print's big enough. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is a tongue among our members that it defileth the whole body and setteth on fire the course of nature and is set on fire of hell. For every kind of beast and of bird and of serpent and of the things in the sea is tamed and hath been tamed by mankind, but the tongue, everybody say the tongue, can no man tame. It's an unruly evil full of deadly poison. Therewith, bless we God, even the Father, and therewith, curse we men which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing, everybody say blessing, and cursing, everybody say cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be. Let's pray. Father. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you for your spirit. Lord, I believe with all my heart I'm following the direction of the Holy Spirit tonight. I believe that you spoke to me and confirmed it in my heart that this is what you want me to do. Now tonight I present myself to you. May I decrease and you increase. And Holy Spirit, take this word and brand it on our hearts. That this will not be a word we forget before we get to the restaurant tonight. But, Lord, that this will be a life-changing moment. We want ears to hear, understanding hearts, and obedient wills. For we ask it in the name of Jesus. And everyone in agreement together said, Amen. Amen. Now, Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21 is another scripture I want to give you. It says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Can you say that with me? Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Now what I want to talk about tonight, I want to just simply title, Bless and Curse Not. Bless and Curse Not. How many has been around people that say something like this? I tell you about... We'll just pick a name. I'll tell you about Rick. Rick is a good guy, but... My wife helped me with this. She said, you know, when people say that, you ought to realize that when they say he's a good guy, but, that every time they hear that but, they ought to realize, beware unruly tongue. Maybe I will let her preach. That's pretty good preaching right there. Say it with me. Beware unruly tongue. How many knows that you really didn't even mean what you started to say? He's a good guy, but you were just trying to balance it out because you're fixing to cut both legs off with the next statement. So you thought you'd build him up enough that when you cut his legs off, he'd be the same height. Here's what I know. The word of God's true. And God spoke everything into existence. How many believes that? And we are made in the image of God. How many believe that? So there is power in our spoken words. Now, I know some of your minds are already clicking. I can smell the wires getting hot. But I want you to know that even though some people taught that you can name it, claim it, blab it, grab it, that's not what I'm talking about tonight. So get that out of your mind. Focus on me, okay though? I want to talk to you tonight about speaking what God speaks, understanding your level of authority. Now, here's the problem with the name it, claim it, blab it, grab it, theology the problem was they didn't understand this principle and please hear this principle write it down the level of creative power in your spoken word is equal to your level of authority I want to stop and I want you to listen to that the level of creative power in your spoken word is equal to to your level of authority. I want to say that one more time. I really need you to get this. The level of creative power in your spoken word is equal to your level of authority. Now, understanding that, you can see why people got into error when they started speaking things where they had no authority. Right. The era was not that there was creative power in a spoken word. The era was some folks thought they were God. Right. <laughs> We are made in the image of God, but there's two very important principles you need to know immediately when you get saved. So those that were baptized and you're just newly in the kingdom, please hear me. There's two very important principles you need to know. Number one principle, say this with me. There is a God. Second principle, I am not him. If you can get that down, that'll help you right there. There is a God, but you're not Him. (laughs) Now, as I begin to study the Word, I begin to see, and I'm not saying that this is an extensive list, but I begin to see seven levels of authority in the Word of God. And each level has a dominion or a sphere of influence. The first, naturally, is God. And God is the God of the universe and all other universes, however many there is. God is in ultimate authority. How many say amen? Because he's in ultimate authority, his word carries ultimate creative power. That's why he cannot lie. Did you know that it is impossible for God to lie? Because if God said that that wall was purple, guess what it would be before purple cleared his lips? God can't lie. <laughs> because every word, and boy, when you were singing tonight about that word's all that's going to last, I was about to get happy feet. God's word cannot lie. Because it contains ultimate creative power. And God don't need other things to support it. He's God. So God just says, let there be light. And as you read Genesis chapter 1, you find out he created the sun and the moon days later. (laughs) He didn't need the sun for light. His word had ultimate authority. He didn't need a source. He is the source. His word carries ultimate creative power, and it's over the entire universe. So that's important for you to get a hold of. The second thing you need to understand is that there are angels, ministering spirits, and these ministering spirits are sent to the earth in behalf of the saints. How many say amen? Amen. And how many knows that if you went to Mars on a spaceship, you wouldn't run into any angels? They ain't up there. They've got a sphere of influence. They are in the earth. They are sent to the earth to minister on behalf of the saints. And they are messengers of God. That's what the word angel means. And what you need to understand is they carry a level of authority because they have been sent by God. Are you listening? See, authority, true authority is delegated. No such thing as assumed authority. Any assumed authority is illegal. It's witchcraft. All authority is delegated. And when God sent angels to this earth, and Gabriel said, behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. Everything he said happened because God had sent him. See, I know a little bit about this because I was the baby of the family of 14 children. And occasionally, they tried to assassinate me. And I go tell my mama, I had an advocate. (laughs) And when I tell my mama what they was doing to me, with my little basset-hound face as sad as I could crank it up to be, my mama take my fat jaw, do my lips like this. She say, you go out there and tell them I said, they better cut it out. Well, man, when I turned around, I had become John Wayne. Gun slinger extraordinaire. I swung open the screen door and knocked take it off the hinges. Hey, I screamed. And then I change the words around for more effect. I say, you better cut it out. You hear me? You better cut it out. And then when they come up about to pounce on me, I say, Mama said. See, and sometimes when I was walking out of the house, if I could look back and see mama peeping out the window, I was two times bad. You understand? Because <laughs> I knew she had my back. You understand the devil's not afraid of you, but he trembles at the name of Jesus. Oh, we can tell him, Hey, you better cut it out. And when he gets up there closer, Jesus said, Jesus said, <laughs> and you'll hear the same air breaks I used to hear. he stop. He ain't afraid of you, but he knows he cannot stand against the word of ultimate authority. So say with me God, God. angels,
0: Thank you for joining us for today's podcast from A Fruitful Life. We hope that you'll tell your friends and family about the podcast. And if you like, join us on social media by liking our AFL Facebook page or by following Brother Rick's posts on Twitter. You can also find us on the web at afruitfullife.org. A Fruitful Life is the radio and media ministry of Rick and Debbie Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. You may find out more about Brother Rick's life and legacy by visiting our website. Once again, that's a fruitfullife.org. Thanks for listening.